Hey, thank you for listening to the Reclaim Media Weekly Podcast. To stay up to date with all of our blogs, our podcasts, and our YouTube videos, you can subscribe on our website, reclaim.media. Now enjoy this message. Today I want to talk to you about the benefits of prayer. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 19, in the Message Bible, it says, Be cheerful no matter what, pray all the time, thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you, who belong to Christ Jesus, to live. The scripture is telling us to pray without ceasing, to constantly live a lifestyle of prayer. Now, if you look at prayer, what it really is, it's an investment into our spiritual life, into our relationship with the Lord. Just like our communication and our conversation is our investment into the relationships around us, prayer is an investment into our relationship with God. Planting seeds of prayer is not always easy, but in the end, the benefits are are far greater than the time that it took to plant those seeds of prayer. There are benefits to prayer, but you must develop your own prayer life. Now, it's always good to have somebody to pray for you, and it's good to reach out to your brothers and sisters in the Lord and ask for prayer. But we cannot only rely on the prayers of others. We must develop a prayer life for ourselves if we want to see the true benefits of that prayer life. You have that access to God. You don't have to only rely on somebody else, but you have access to the throne room of God. You have access to His attention. You have the opportunity to call on God in prayer. So I'd encourage you, if you want to see the benefits of prayer, you must understand that a prayer life must be invested into. It's not something that just happens overnight. A successful, disciplined prayer life is not something that is easy to to establish in your life. But at the end of the day, if we want to see the benefits of prayer, we must develop a prayer life. There's a quote here by Ian Bounds. It says, what the church needs today is not more machinery or better, not new organizations or more or and novel methods, but people whom the Holy Ghost can use, people of prayer. People mighty in prayer. The Holy Ghost does not flow through methods, but through people. He does not come on machinery, but on people. He does not anoint plans, but people. People of prayer. The truth is that the Lord is looking for those who would invest in a prayer life. Those who would devote themselves to a prayer life. And if we would do that as believers, we will see benefits. And I'm going to talk about some of those benefits today. Two of those benefits that I believe come from a prayer life are courage and strength. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6, it says, So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. So I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? A life of prayer puts us in a position to understand who we are walking with, who we are protected by, who we are covered by, and that is the Lord. So when we establish a lifestyle of prayer and we understand who's with us and who's covering us, then we have nothing to fear. The truth is this, is that a prayerless Christian is a cowardly Christian. A Christian who does not have a life of prayer, a a discipline of prayer, is one who folds under the pressure of the opinions of others, under the pressure of the culture of the world, if we want to have courage to stand up against these things, then we have to understand that we must develop a lifestyle of prayer. This is a benefit of prayer. We we become courageous Christians, ones who are not afraid of what the world may say or what our family may say or what opinions uh, other people have about us. We will not fear anything because we know who we are walking with and who we are covered by. So prayer provides courage. It, It builds courage within the believer. 
A prayerless Christian is a cowardly Christian. I don't want to be a cowardly Christian. I want to be a courageous Christian. So if I want courage, I must develop a prayer life. It also develops strength. The benefit of prayer is it develops strength. It develops strength to overcome sin and temptation. In Luke chapter 4, verse 1 through 4, it says, Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing all that time and became very hungry. Then the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scripture says people do not live by bread alone. It was in this moment of prayer, this time of prayer, that, that gave Jesus, even Jesus, the grace and the strength to say no to the temptation from the enemy. So prayer, a lifestyle of prayer, will give you strength to overcome sin and temptation. There is When there is no prayer, when there is no prayer life, there is no strength. Prayer will give us that strength when we're tempted in those things that we don't want to do anymore. Prayer will give us strength to overcome those things when we're struggling with habits and addictions and sinful things within our lives. Prayer will give us the strength to overcome those things, to say no to those things. Prayer gives courage and strength. Another couple of things prayer will give you is compassion and power. A benefit of prayer is compassion and power. It gives you compassion for people. Who you spend the most time with is who you become most like. And so when we're spending time with the Lord, we begin to develop the the kind of heart that He has for people. If we want to truly love the things that God loves and hate the things that God hates, then we have to spend time with Him to understand and know His heart. And this is developed through prayer. It gives us compassion for people. In John chapter 11, verse 32 through 35, it says, When Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and he was deeply troubled. Where have you put him? He asked them. They told him, Lord, come and see. Verse 35 then says, Then Jesus wept. We understand this story. It's the story of Lazarus where Lazarus dies and Jesus knows that he's going to go and perform a miracle to give God glory. He already knows that Lazarus will come back from the dead and that the people's prayers will be answered. But even in this moment, Jesus is looking at the people and he's seeing them crying and mourning over the loss of their friend and their brother. And in this moment, even though Jesus knows what's going to happen, he still weeps for the people. Jesus has compassion for others. So if we want to have compassion for people, it comes through prayer, which is spending time with the Lord and receiving His heart. When we don't spend time with Jesus, we become very callous towards people. We become very callous towards others and we we, we become really selfish. But a lifestyle of prayer will develop compassion for others, but not just compassion, it'll develop power to give people real answers. James chapter 2, verse 15 and 16 says, Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? Time with God will give us power from heaven, 
to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to give people what they need, whether it's they need a miracle, whether they need a word, whether they need some encouragement, maybe they just need someone to love them or have compassion for them. Prayer will give us the power to give people what they really need in their times of trouble. Now, we may not have physical things to offer, but but we still have spiritual things to give. And at the end of the day, people need spiritual guidance. People need spiritual covering. People need those who have a prayer life to join them in prayer and believe with them for a miracle. So if you want to give people something that can actually sustain them for eternity or, or, or give them an, a real answer, then we must become people of prayer. It gives us the power from the Holy Spirit to help others around us. I don't want to be a powerless Christian, and a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. So there's benefits to prayer. It gives us courage and strength. It gives us compassion and power to help those around us. And the last couple of things that I believe prayer gives us now, it gives us so much more, but these are things that I'm just summarizing today. It gives us identity and confidence. Colossians 2, 9 through 10 says, For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. We are complete when we are united with Christ. Our relationship with the Lord gives us our true identity. A prayer life means we're connecting to the Lord. We're connecting to our Father, our Creator. And in that prayer life, we find our true identity. It's this relationship that we have with God that shows us who we really are, who we were created to, do, to be, and points us to our purpose. And so maybe you've been struggling with that. Maybe you feel like, man, I don't feel like a son of God. I don't feel like a daughter of God. I'd encourage you to go into prayer. Ask the Lord to give you that identity, to, to confirm who you are in Him so that you can walk in your true identity in Christ. And in this new identity, what prayer does is it shows us what's in our lives that doesn't align with that identity. And so if we want to walk in our true identity, we must have a life of prayer because it shows us who we are in Christ. And when we receive this true identity, that we're able to walk in confidence in who we are. Prayer gives us identity and confidence. Galatians 1.10 says, Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. When we understand who we are in Christ, and we under, understand our identity in Him, a son and daughter, of a child of God, then we can walk in confidence. And our life is no longer about pleasing people and looking good for people, but we begin to live our life in a way that is pleasing to God. And if that bothers people, not that it doesn't matter, but at the end of the day, it really doesn't. If you're pleasing God, if you're living for the Lord and you're walking in His will, then you can walk in confidence. But this confidence comes through prayer because prayer shows us our identity in Christ. And when we have that identity in Christ, we're able to walk in that confidence in who we are as a child of God. So if you don't have a prayer life, I'd encourage you to establish one today. Remember, it's not something that just happens overnight. It's something that we must cultivate. We must take care of. We must cherish. We must, we must water it, plant the seeds of prayer. And we'll see the benefits of prayer. It gives us courage and strength. It gives us compassion for others and power to help in time of need. But it also gives us identity and shows us who we are. And it allows us to walk in the confidence as a child of God. I hope this blessed you today. Remember, establish that prayer life today. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to help us to continue to create content like this, you can sign up as a supporter on our website, reclaim.media slash donate.